Welcome back to One More and We All Go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. And I'm Brian. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Brian, welcome to the Skinny Calf. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you doing, Brad? Outstanding. Now, Outstanding. It, it's called the Skinny Calf because you got to be skinny to stay in here for extended periods of time. Right. Yeah, it's cozy, but I like room. it. A lot of intimacy. I can touch both of you at one time just the way I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty thick over here in the corner, I can tell you that. Yeah. It's just, this is temp- the setup is temporary, but. No, I love it. I love the intimacy. Yeah, yeah. very good. We'll so, put some bunk beds in here. What do you think? So, uh, one of you guys needs to put a little backstory out. We're in here in the studio, nice and warm today. Security let us in. Very cautious coming in here. But what's going on outside today that you guys want to tell the world? Snowmageddon. <laughs> and it's colder than a witch's titty. In a brass bra. Yeah. I don't know how cold they are, but I bet they're... Fr- I I'm, I bet they're cold. Yeah, I bet they're awful cold. Yeah, I've had colder. So, yeah, but it was, what'd you say on your truck Negative on your way 13 in? Coming Negative in. 13 at 4 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. That uh, low of 22 below of tonight. Hard. Yeah. I went out to scoop the uh, driveway and made it. I didn't even make it to the driveway, and Shiloh had called <laughs> Donnell to come and uh, <laughs> use her snowblower on it. Frank's so. looking like he's working hard out there. Yeah. She doesn't she want that other calf you. to get big. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't handle it. All that thrust. So, so, brah, what brings you down here, Skinny Calf? We tricked you into coming in. You're gracious enough to join us. So, yeah, been been listening to your podcast for a little while, and you asked me if I wanted to come, so here I am. I've probably, about 10, 15 years I've known you. I'm guessing how long you and Cassie been together? Oh, we got together in 2005 and moved up here in 2008. Okay, so, yeah, probably around 8 or 10, I think, when I met, and then we started hanging out officially probably... Around that ten or twelve range, I'm guessing. Yeah, somewhere in there. Kids sports. So, it, so you guys have been together, but we like to start way back in early days. You and Cass have been together. We'll start back in your childhood, though. Where'd you grow up? How many kids you got, or siblings you got? All that good stuff. I grew up in Burlington Junction, Missouri, or mostly, I guess. Often, like that's where we were, we were out of after I was five. We stayed there the whole time. Went to school there and uh, had older sister named Heather, and a younger brother, ten years younger than me, named Nathan. Who was your favorite? Who was my favorite? Yep. Sibling, yeah. Probably my little brother when, yep. he, was, when he was little. He didn't even hesitate. Yeah. yeah fuck her. Fuck Heather. Yeah. <laughs> we, we used to fight like cats and dogs. And then, uh, then later on, as, as my brother got older and we were going out together, then, then we started fighting like cats and dogs. I don't know. Have I ever met him? Has he been up here? I'm sure uh, I've seen him at the yeah, quarry think, with you. I think he's came to the quarry once, yeah, once so I've met your parents a handful of times. <clears throat> so Good. what's the what's the year spacing between Heather and, and... Two years. Two years. Yep. So she's two years older than me, and then he's 10 years younger. Oh, he was an accident, wasn't he? Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were talking about the uh, first day of school deal. Yeah. The party's going on. That's when he was conceived. <laughs> Just like your party. The kids yep. went back to school and... <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. The, what'd you call it? The... The annual Olmstead Invitational. Oh yeah, the Olmstead. Uh, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, when, yeah. when you guys skip the uh, first day of school and go and have a good time. Yeah. Apparently that's whenever my my parents nice. did the same thing. Wow. I I forgot all about that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to next school year again. Caden will be yeah. a senior next year. Holy Starting shit! Certain eighth grade and come <laughs> for your ninth grade. You have a little brother. Uh, I was fourth grade. Okay. God damn. Mom left. walked fine when I left, but she can't walk her shit when I got home. <laughs> too much. Too much. That's Hopefully too, they don't they won't listen to this, will they? I hope not. Yeah, me too. Mm. Oh, okay. 
back to it. So, yep. well, what about growing up? You were in a rural area, I would assume, not yep. in the town. Yep. So, what what kind of hobbies you have? You got a little Red Rider BB gun, yeah, uh, shooting of squirrels. Of course, we had Red Riders. We I graduated to a twenty two pretty early and was hunting quite a bit. And then I had a friend that lived across the uh, section from me. So, whenever we we're too young to drive or whatever, we would just meet in the middle, walk halfway, and kill tadpoles and frogs and yeah. go fishing and like hunting that. and stuff. And you didn't save the tadpoles and frogs did you no okay that's zero that's that's when you're a serial killer like that country song is ten thousand fence posts from your place to mine <laughs> oh yeah looks and done or something like yeah. that <laughs> very you silly. start walking your way. right you start. still keep in touch with that neighbor oh yeah yeah yep i did very few of my friends. childhood friends i do I've, I've got two that i talk to somewhat regular yeah yeah but, Mine's usually when I'm on a road trip or something. I'll just start making phone calls if I'm bored and talk to people I haven't seen in 10 years. And That's how we started this podcast. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's good. Hey, remember me, Frank? Hey. No, is rad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we ratted together. Yeah, that's Graduated right. together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did your little red rider ever get you into trouble, blowing out a window or shooting your neighbor's car or something like that? I never did shoot a car. I, I was pretty young. I might have been nine eight or nine and um story goes there's a whole bunch of geese flying over and i had gotten to where i was leaving the house quite a bit you know how our parents just turned us loose back in the day and and so i'm clear back in the middle of that section and i'd been following these snow geese and i thought i was going to get them well anyway when i got snuck up where i was halfway close to them i look up and there's a bunch of deer right there in front of me and of course I told the story to my mom, and I shot the deer with the BB gun. Well, I, hit, I hit it in the eye, you know, so, of course, I thought it was going to go down. And so I told her, and she's like, did you hit it? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, did it, like, run off? I was like, you could see it, it like, jerked back. And so I said, it went, Ugh. And so then my mom, like, that was her running joke. She laughs yeah. about it all the time still. She thinks that's just funnier than heck. <laughs> uh, Jesus, shit. I just dropped this buck on my Red Rider. <laughs> Venison tonight, mama. Right. Put them on his pit. Trying to provide for the family. <laughs> so uh, when you were a wee lad, uh, did you play a lot of sports when you were a kid? Yeah, we played. Not not near as much as what the kids are doing these days, but where, yeah, where we came from. Your family specifically, you guys got everything going. Yeah, our, our kids are involved in a lot of stuff. And But as a, as a kid, I just uh, played whatever the school put on. So we played baseball in the summer and basketball. Once we got into fifth grade, we started playing some basketball and then football later on and then we, i ran track too but yeah i i like this the i don't select sports traveling sports whatever you want to call them but boy you can do as much or little as you want good god i know you guys have run yourselves ragged and keep up <laughs> we, two, two we bas- stay busy that's we're for doing sure. two basketball teams at once emma uh, was yeah emma, emma was doing uh, riverside basketball and then he did did another basketball in town which i guess you want him to play and whatever and but they piggybacked to the same season right um, so, I mean, it was every night. Well, you guys when, were, when we over. were doing the Riverside one, like, because I kind of got involved in that with, uh, oh, Todd Richardson was coaching it, and I helped him for a little bit, and then yeah. he quit. And, and so I started, well, I didn't like the, the league that they were in, so I started looking for one that was later, and so we were playing after Christmas. Yep. And that's the Cobra League that we got into in Council Bluffs, which is a pretty good league. But yeah. Actually allows the kids to learn and whatnot. It's not quite yep. as competitive as the triple right. a or whatever they are you triple a or so when you get into the those after those extra sporting events the non-school sanctioned stuff do you have to try out 
in order to to make a certain league because I suppose some shitty team could come in. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, great. Well, Bad news bears. Yeah. Essentially, you try out for some of that stuff, and then the good thing is it's all about money. They're going to take your money no matter what. So if they have so many kids, they say, well, we're going to have this many teams because it's what we got. So this guy wants to pay this much. Oh, we'll just have three X, three teams, you know, so we'll have a gold, uh, yep. blue, and a yellow, whatever they want to call it, or gold, silver, bronze. And My nephew goes to school <clears throat> in the school west of us, the next town over, and he's six, I believe, and he was trying to get on their basketball team and said, oh, no, we got enough kids this year. <laughs> really? Yep. Didn't make the cut. Man, is he short? He's six. He looks short to me, I guess. <laughs> I could take him. He's not ready for kindergarten if he's six there. Right. Yeah. Right. He's still red shirting. He's got 12-year-old kindergartners. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we get into the the now, Brian, I wanted to ask uh, I wanted to ask specifically, like, what did your parents do for a living? Oh, yeah. Okay. So my father, he uh, did dirt work, soil conservation, ran a dozer. Built terraces, ponds, took out trees, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and mom, she was a nurse when I was little, or a CNA when I was little. And then over the years, she was a stay-at-home mom. And then when she got tired of being at home, she wound up going back. And she actually worked at school while we were there. She cooked for us some some at school. And then she wound up working at uh, Neb's Deluxe factory deal later on and then the college. Did you like going to school with your mom working there? Because my mom was a teacher's aide also, and I'd always get shit from my friends for it, or guys that weren't my friends, I guess. I, I caught a little bit of crap, but she was yeah. like, you know you know the faux pas of the lunch lady and, and yeah. Adam Sandler and lunch lady land and everything. She, I love that song. She made really good food, and so like everybody gave me shit at first, but yep. after, <laughs> she, they, after they started eating her food. Well, that was back when was lunch ladies could actually cook and not yep. just warm stuff up, the state mandated stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like, so she, were you ever like, Mom, give that kid a burnt toaster? No. <laughs> yeah. Spit spit in this no. kid so you yeah. see him come through a hockaloogie in his meatloaf or something. It's no, extra I... pubes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there, there's a funny story because uh, <laughs> I don't know how you came up with that, but the, uh, the lunch lady that I was referring to when I was talking about Adam Sandler that went there um, – she actually had a husband that was an electrician, and he's pretty slow, and you could always see him, and he'd come into the tea in the morning, and, and the back of his cap would be blown out, you know, type of deal. And, and uh, he was in there at the tea one morning, and, and uh, yeah, I started talking to him, and he started talking back, and all you could see is pubes coming out of his teeth. And I'm like, oh, man, the lunch lady got him. I'm a wilderness explorer. <laughs> He didn't That's have a beard a though. Amazing. It was it was definitely not. No, he his had face. a mustache, but he did not have a beard at the time. Old flavor saver. The karma didn't match the grapes. He, he had he had some going on this all day. <laughs> 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 at least at least it made a graphic for me. I think I was like 19 at the time, and you, you couldn't look at her the oh, same, no. could you? I had to la- I had to get out of there. I was laughing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Uh, what does parsley and pubes have in common? I don't know. Push them to the side and keep eating. <laughs> That's fucking funny. We're going to definitely have to mark this one explicit. No. <laughs> yeah, Frank, tell them about the text you got the other day. So I, got, I got a text uh, from Shiloh's cousin in Texas, uh, Trav, and he said, uh, I made it a minute 12 into the podcast with the kids in the car before I had to turn it off. Oh. Yeah. It, was, it was strictly the first F-bomb. 
Right. And I, I timed it. We didn't get the, the first F-bomb in until about three minutes in, so. I was. Uh, to do fucking record, guys. We were on the way back from Kansas City. We had a tournament down there, and the, I had our, I think the one with Grandma Jay on the being, the silver being. And Jess said, Jesus Christ, Brad. And I said, oh, hell, they all got their headphones on. And I looked behind me. None of the kids are paying attention anyway. So, yeah, that's fine. We don't do it for them. This isn't the Disney Channel. Brooklyn's curled up in the corner. He's like, crying. what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told, I told him when I was coming here to do this. And he's like, oh, can I listen to it? I'm like, nope, you can't. I'll tell you, 18. It's surprising the amount of kids that I hear, like, hey, I listen to your podcast. Like, you shouldn't be listening to the podcast, <laughs> bud. Uh, we're, we're strong because my son's a junior, and his buddies uh, love it. They, <laughs> it's hilarious. I get a lot of feedback from it, good or bad, either one. You know what you're going to get back from this one? What's that? What are pubes? <laughs> they've never seen them. Never seen them. <laughs> what did he have in his teeth? Oh, the good yeah, ones. That's days. weird. How'd those get there? Yeah, I we went a whole childhood waiting to grow pubes, and then spent our whole adulthood shaving them back off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Not Brian and I. We're full wolf. Hmm. I'll be damned. You didn't know Brad oh, shaves his pubes. I thought everybody did. Shave the shit oh, out Am I the only one in here? <laughs> Hair on my balls? I, I, I don't shave. Are you a fucking caveman? <laughs> got to groom a little bit. You yeah. got to keep it trimmed up, though, Frank. Come on. I, I trim it up. I'm not... Let's shave the shit out of it. Literally, get the dingleberries out of there, make sure I'm stuck in the clippers. <laughs> I should shower before I shave. Yeah. Yeah, especially after a long, hot day in the probably, combine. Probably make cool. your razor heads last longer if you're yeah. cutting dingleberries out, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then, then you're shaving your beard, and like, God, this razor smells like shit. all right anyway brian back to your childhood jesus christ guys get this thing back on the rails uh so you're you're riding around going over your neighbor's place shooting me it was a boy right neighbor boy yep uh did you guys have some bicycles yeah we did we had bicycles too worst bike wreck you ever had oh my worst bike wreck was actually my cousin's up at clorinda and uh we took off and we're headed down to the east, I don't remember what road it was. Anyway, you turn the corner and it turns into a level C maintenance road, like horrible. Yep. Rut it all up and we're flying down this hill and bike hits the rut and I go over the handlebars and I'm in shorts and no no shirt. Yep. And I slid about 50 feet, I think, and I had scab, like I was a scab from my shorts <laughs> clear up to my chin. Like it you was say horrible. you're 9 or 10 years old? I think I was 11. So you're sitting, oh, okay. That one happened. Well, your worst bike was probably in your adulthood, wasn't it? I'm guessing with those crashes you guys take when you get riding hard. Yeah, the first time I wrecked my bike was the day I learned how to ride it. The uh, the, the sidewalk in my neighborhood had a big, like, sunk-in spot. Yep. And I didn't realize that if you hit that, you're going to tumble. And I tumbled over, and I roll over, and I had a stick lodged right in oh. my knee. Ow! Like, it was in there like a... It probably four inches in real life. It was through probably the both just, sides like an arrow. Yeah. Coming out the other so side. So I got, I was like, what the hell? And I pulled it out and <laughs> kept riding my bike. And <laughs> that's why my calf's skinny on this side. <laughs> right. Uh, God dang. <laughs> could develop in that day. Uh, no, but uh, on Ragbri, yeah, I was, uh, you know those, Brian, you know those leaner bars? They have oh, on yeah, bicycles. you lean so, up over your handlebars. So you lean over your handlebars. your elbows in them, right? Yeah. So I had a pair of those uh, on the on my bike at the time, and uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try these out. Nobody's around Is that around for me. high speed when yeah. you're in like a high gear and you're just really strutting? Yeah, and you can just pedal the shit out of okay. stuff. Uh, so I'm, I'm leaning into these things, and I'm, I'm going along. And I'm like, all right, that was fun. And I went to get out of it, 
And when I did, I put too much weight on one side and I hit the loose gravel on the side of the road and just went ass over elbows. And as I was upside down, I was like, I'm still attached to the bike because I'm clipped in. Oh, no. So I clip my heels out and the bike flips down into the ditch and I roll over. Nobody's around me. So I crawl in the ditch. I grab my bike. It's fine. Pull it up and some guy comes flying up there and he's like, holy shit, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. Not a big deal. That was pretty good instincts <laughs> to get your feet on clip because it probably gets a lot worse if you're still tied to the yeah, bike, right? It lands on top of you. You're going to break an ankle or yeah, you know something. But but uh, he's like, that looked fucking bad. All we saw was poof. Yeah. Was bike that... flies in the air. Because and... this year, your sister-in-law took a big spill, didn't she? Yeah, she was. Uh, was that this? Yeah, that was this year. No, that was last year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, two wreck rays ago. Yeah. Come See? flying down the hill in the dark, and there was a manhole that was three inches over the street level ah. and she hit that and just biffed it hard God damn it <laughs> cracked a rib my ooh. when i was we made her keep riding yeah pussy when i was nine I don't or like ten to ride that much <laughs> you gotta you gotta ride when i was nine or ten i was going to my neighbor's house and we hung out a little bit not that much i think he's in jail now actually and uh um, tough yeah and I was, you know, that big hill north of my place on Chestnut up there, both of you know it. Mm-hmm. But I would go, I was probably going at least 12, Woo. fucking flying. <laughs> and it's I got, cruising the, speed. it's all gravel, mind you, and I got in loose rock, and I still got a scar on my knee from it. The inside, I somehow wore it off the inside of my knee <laughs> and fucking tore a whole big hole in that and had to limp home, pushing my bike. I was a half mile from home. Crying the, the whole time? Fuck yeah, like a bitch. 17 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Shit my pants, bloody knee. <laughs> Great. Just pushed too hard. Just push, now, I got, yeah. now I got a goddamn yeast infection and my knee's bloody. And I think that's what causes them. I don't know. I don't know either. It's I don't know. We'll have to get a me. woman on here sometime and figure that out. Yeah, damn it. So... But anyway, so you're, that's your childhood. What about your high school years? Any any great memories? What was your first running with the Fuzz, Law Dogs? Oh, first running with the Fuzz was actually, I guess, probably, of course, speeding tickets. That was oh yeah, that was a big thing. What were you driving? I had a when I, my first car was a 1988 Chevy Beretta GT. Was that the one with the fender flares on it? I didn't, those, ha- I, didn't have, I didn't have the flares, but I had sunroof, and it was all black and had fancy wheels. And well, cause did, some, did it have a carpet dash? No. If I remember, no. Some of those brothers were pretty sweet. They had kind of a wide stance on them. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah those it, were sweet. It was a nice little car. For 94. Um, we, we looked at, uh, I looked at, heck, I drove IROX and Trans Ams. All my friends, they had Camaros or nice pickups or whatever, and, and I was going to get a Mustang. That's what I sold on, and Dad and I actually came up to Shenandoah and looked at this Beretta, and he he wound up letting me deal on it. But when he when he got all said and done, because he, he made me figure out the insurance and yep. what he's like, because if you start getting tickets, you're going to wind up paying your insurance and all yep. that stuff. Because some of those are pretty quick, right? Oh yeah, that thing yeah. that thing had crazy good torque. It'd take off super fast. It was quick little two point. I think it's 2.4 liter V6, but nice. five speed, man, it flew. But kill switch would kill you at 120, <clears throat> and you'd be going along, and then your card go, wow. What a piece of shit. <laughs> you can't go over 120, then, what good is it? it? It would get to 120 quick, but then it'd, it'd limit you, and you'd just be sitting there. So, yep. so we, I was racing 
a buddy down down yep. there one time. He had a Mustang, and I smoked him off the line, and I had him. He was going across the river bottom over at Guilford, and <laughs> I was way ahead of him. And I could see him coming, and, of course, the car would go, and then yep. it'd it fall on its face, and then it'd take <laughs> off again whenever it'd get low enough. And then pretty soon, here he comes right beside me, past me. I was like, oh, so he had more top end. Yep, he had way more top end. So my wife had a little Toyota Corolla she drove to Lincoln in. And uh, the thing didn't have a governor on it, and the speedometer went to 125. And that big straightaway on 59 south oh, yeah. of us, I got that fucker up to 125 one night, and I was coming to Carson, and I'm like, man, this thing's fucking flying. <laughs> well, it had way more speed than it did brakes, because I went to stop here at the viaduct to make the turn, and I had to go to the cemetery, because I had my foot <laughs> to the floor, and it wasn't stopping. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, damn, car probably weighed 800 pounds, but it didn't have shit for brakes. Uh, Not at 130. <laughs> the very first date I took uh, Shiloh on oh, is yeah. in high school, and was in a Chevy Beretta. I borrowed it for my brother, because I, nice. I was embarrassed at the Jetta. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with the Jetta. Well, it had to have clothespins to keep the windows up. So we that is yeah. something I've never heard of clothespins yeah. to hold a window up. Yeah, the you know the the crank oh, the windows. Crank? Yeah, the, they had a wire mechanism, and the, all the wires had snapped in every window, so you had to shove clothespins down in between the door. Just kind of wedge them, and that's the power windows. You had to put your hands on it and slide it down. A lot of diesels were or Jettas were diesels. Was that one a diesel? No, that one's no. not. Uh, yeah. It wasn't a diesel, but uh, when I took her for the date, we went and saw the movie 8mm. Mm, yeah. You're, are you familiar with that? Uh, about cameras, I assume? No, it's about, well, kind of. It's about uh, a movie about snuff films. Hmm. You know, porn where you murder the person. Right. Yeah. So that was a, a great date movie. Kind of setting the groundwork for the night. Yeah. This is yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, they couldn't happen because in the back seat of the Beretta was my my nephew's uh, car seat so i couldn't uh yeah couldn't doink her in couldn't, there couldn't couldn't doink I her don't in there that much room in the back seat of that's, a, anyway. that's a pretty yeah that's that, true that too a, that was a front seat car right there you just had to lean the seat back maybe maybe just over the hood the the mood killer would be uh <laughs> <laughs> right trying to get some action there's a baby carrier in the back <laughs> you put your head out that moonroof so you don't see the baby see as i'm doinking you yeah yeah Girls love the word doink, too. Doink. Right. That's, that's one I don't use. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to well, doink it's, you. It's not regular, but uh, I'll break it out just for you guys. <laughs> so uh, so that, that was your first run in the speeding tickets. You never ran from the cops, I'd assume. Because you're, oh, did you now? You see him hesitate there. <laughs> yeah, that was. All right, well, so how so, far did you run? How many cops did you murder? I didn't murder any. We just, I was coming home late. My uh, girlfriend was down. Clear down at Guilford, whatever. Anyway, I was always pushing curfew. I was supposed to be home at 12 or 12.30, depending on which night it was. Well, <clears throat> I come down 46, and I had her going 120, and I topped yep. the hill, and car tops out. And as I come to the top of the hill, I met a state patrol, and <laughs> lights come on, and I just <laughs> kept going. Yep. And I only had about a half mile before I could turn to, to 46, so or 113. So I <laughs> jaked it onto 113, and going moon was out pretty good and i know that street or the road pretty good i killed the lights and took the first gravel road to the right <laughs> and then went up the gravel road super slow so there's no dust and everything and uh, i got lucky and didn't get caught so i uh, i was making curfew in the jetta and had her up to 109 nice and uh popped over hill there same deal cop there so he <laughs> turns the lights on and had to go over the hill to That's get what, slowed down and i passed a car 
as he was <laughs> turning around and he pulled over that car. Because <laughs> it, it took him a little while to get turned around yeah. over that hill. But a lot of, It takes a long time when you're going 120. It seemed like he was going a while. <laughs> I was I was pretty nervous that night. <clears throat> yeah, because that, uh, that could go south real quick. I've yeah. never run from the car. I guess I did on a dirt bike once. I was riding, and I wasn't. I mean, I was out riding in the road ditch. I used to ride highway, the road ditches around here a lot when I was younger. And what I don't, I don't think I was doing anything illegal, but he turned around and I said, well, I gotta go. And he was probably doing something else on the highway, but I felt like I, I felt like I won. Yeah. There's a raccoon carcass. He's trying to get off the middle of the <laughs> right. highway. Shit, he's after me. So I fired a few rounds in the air, like Beastie Boys, and let two fly. Hands went up. Mm-hmm. So, what about uh, your first beer party? First beer party. How, how old were you? Well, like, are we talking where I actually drank, or we we went to a lot of parties as high schoolers? But <clears throat> there, it was a small enough town that if we actually that was they were pretty big. There had been a lot of drugs in the school in the years prior and everything. Really and so school in Red Oak. <laughs> no, not Red Oak, but uh, South they, they made you sign the contracts yeah. and all that stuff, and and so if was you, that a celibacy contract? No, it was anything to do with alcohol, tobacco, or drugs. Did that work for a lot of kids? Like, well, I signed a contract, not not doing it. It worked for us, but we had a pretty night. we had a pretty good class. <laughs> like we were all involved in Big sports school? and stuff. No, small. Like our well, when we started in kindergarten, we had forty kids. Okay, and by the, ta- by the time we graduated, we had twenty. So our graduating class was twenty. Oh shit! Plus twenty to drugs. <laughs> yeah, <all 20. laughs> mm-hmm. but no, we so so we went to parties, whatever. But as you know, hanging around the Corey and stuff, I'm not real fond of beer. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot easier to get beer at keg parties than it was to get right whiskey. Dog. <laughs> so dog so I didn't whiskey. really care that much for beer, so I just didn't drink. Right, <clears throat> but. No, so I probably didn't even really legitimately get drunk until I was probably 17 or 18. Yep. Right, because I graduated when I was still 17. So it's it would have been probably, the summer I graduated. Probably in the same boat. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I went to a ski party with my, I don't know, have I told this one on here? I don't know. It's my, let's call out the lie. <laughs> well, no, because I was, I think I was 15 or 16, and we went to Breckenridge, and my brother had, he was two years older, and all his buddies were staying in a condo a mile or two away, mm. and I was staying with my parents and one of my buddies, and then we're like, oh, we're going to go over and hang out with those guys. So we did. Took my mom's car over there because we'd driven out to whatever Breckenridge or something it was. And those guys were all just fucking hammering whiskey. They had citron and vodka and schnapps and all this stuff. And so they're just, you know, high schoolers. They're not making drinks or anything that tastes good. Just doing shots of gin and shit. <laughs> oh, crap. Nasty shit. <laughs> so we're all just fucking a piled mess. And so I, the first time I ever drank. And then I go back to the room. But I think my buddy drove back. He wasn't drinking. I'll assume he wasn't. He might have been hammered. I don't know. But we're, we're still alive, so that's all cool. But uh, we get back to the condo the next morning. Dad's like, hey, let's go skiing. I'm like, oh, I, just, I don't feel good, Dad. I'm going to stay in here. So I was hungover as a motherfucker. <laughs> and I, I remember the my brother had a shot glass he bought, and his buddy Billy that lives out west of town here <laughs> took a shot of sh- out of the shot glass. He's like, yeah, and he slammed it like he would a beer can. <laughs> Fucking dick dug my new shot glass. <laughs> Slammed down the ground, shattered it. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was hammered out there, and then in high school, I think uh, I went through a stint there where I was, 
I had a couple of drinks on the way to school one time. I'm like, well, this is weird, and I, I don't know why I did, but yeah, I went to it like a couple of different times, and I was stealing random shit out of the back of the liquor cabinet. Oh, uh, stuff I didn't think you'd ever miss, like gin. So I was <laughs> gin and Mountain Dew on the way to school. I'm like, yeah, that's great, I'm so cool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't partake too much. Now we did have a couple, couple good parties where <clears throat> one of the friends was talking about Jason Walker. Um, his dad sold Pioneer, and he had a pretty good shop, whatever. And so we decided one night we're gonna have a party because. A lot, of, a lot of guys had parties down there, and if you're yep. in the country, that's pretty good. Have bonfire and all that stuff, and and so we set up a bonfire, and he actually called a DJ, and we dug a hole, set generators in the hole, and and uh, had a bonfire <laughs> and DJ out there in the middle of the pasture, and you put the generators in to quiet them. Yep, so you could hear the DJ, you could hear the music stuff, whatever. And so there was, we had a couple of those, pretty pretty good. It's pretty serious. Yeah, it, it was pretty fun. We had. Always ran out of one keg and always wind up with two or three sometimes. So, question for both of you. What was your biggest underage drinking party? That, that party that was, that it? was probably how, one. How many kids do you think were there? I would say 250 or 300. Holy shit, that's it, big. It was Maryville, Fairfax. I mean, there yep. was kids from everywhere there. And it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. A lot of fights break out? I don't remember there being any fights. What? 250 kids from competing schools. No fights. I don't remember there being any fights that night. Maybe I, well, maybe I was three sheets to the wind. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. Well, one seventy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the early nineties. Yeah. What about you, Frank? I, I don't, uh, there's a chance I was there. I don't know. Uh, the big. I don't know if it was a high school party, but we used to go out to this uh, guy's place out in, gosh, uh, Honey Creek or BB Town in college. That way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh sure that way yeah um but i uh i mean there would be 300 kids there and everybody's just hammered i walked out one time and there was a girl really? sitting on the propane tank finger banging herself oh I'm interesting like, i, I don't want anything to do like with that green. <laughs> so i kept was walking she, was she gathering an audience yeah like, no there was a, yeah she had a hat out for tips she you, should have you didn't ask yeah. her if she needed a hand i right? did not because <laughs> Word on the street was she was 15. Oh, damn it, Charlene. <laughs> oh, God. We got to go home. We got to go home. <laughs> that's my sister. <laughs> that's my, that's too much. Too much? No, it was warranted. That was a good call. <laughs> I can't get pissed. <laughs> so, but uh, they, you went there a couple times at big parties at that place? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'll uh, be down. Yeah, I never heard of that. Yeah, it was a. Uh, the, I was 18 been in college for a couple weeks and I got offered I was in a little town in Sheldon, Iowa and big hog country up there so a ton of hog buildings and I went to my buddy Brett because he'd been up there a year before me so he was in this little trade school he'd been there a year longer than me so he knew some local kids and hey we're going out to hear this party once come along okay so we get there and they had a a band set up they had a van in the corner i think i might have told this story on here once but they had a van with the red lights inside and stuff and the sliding door open i'm pretty sure that was just the drug man you just went to that van to get <laughs> drugs but when we're walking in there's a guy doing lines of something off a trunk of a car and the band's playing here between you know they usually put four buildings on a site they're playing the music between the hog buildings and the vent fans are running just smell terrible like fucking hog <laughs> shit but there's 150 drunk high schoolers there like well, it's great and i mean yeah there's some kids scrapping and stuff and people but it was crazy i'm like there there's, there's a drug band there's a band there's 
guy doing drugs off a car. And it, I was like, but this is what college is like. That was the only one we ever had that big. <laughs> what is what a letdown. Yeah. This is my college life. I'm coming here. Yeah, I don't even think we were there probably an hour, but uh, it was it was something else. That'd be pretty interesting. Because Northern Iowa is pretty churchy. Off of a trunk. Yeah. And it, it was probably just fucking hog feed or something <laughs> he picked up, but <laughs> doing lines of Corn roundup. Meal. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but it was kind of a letdown because Northern Iowa was really churchy, and so the, the we never went to any real local parties other than that. We had a lot at our house, but maybe 30, 40 people would show up. Cops show up one night, and we're all sleeping. We had a house with four four of us, and the, the landlord was really cool, had a deposit on it, but uh, we had some pretty good parties there. For, for We thought they were fun anyway. Uh, we had a smoking room in the basement because we didn't smoke upstairs. And the guys, I didn't smoke cigarettes. The guys go downstairs and smoke because they're just concrete floor and concrete walls. So it didn't really hurt anything. Thank God that doesn't rise, you know. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, we had a bowling ball, and we would put bottles of liquor or, or beer bottles up, and then you'd bowl through these bowling balls or through the <laughs> through the liquor bottles through the bottles, and they'd all break, and we'd sweep them up the next day. <laughs> well, one of the guys throws the ball up to the ceiling, and it goes between the rafters and breaks the floorboard. <laughs> and gets stuck between the floor and the carpet. Oh. <laughs> so the subfloor and the carpet, and you go upstairs, and there's a 12-inch, whatever, 12, 10-inch <laughs> bowling ball stuck in the carpet, and you had to go back and push it over so it would fall back in the basement. And, <laughs> right. You cracked the floor in the basement when it fell back down? Well, yeah, so we ended up, one of us holding the board up, and then we screwed it in from the upstairs <laughs> to, to pass the hole in the floor. <laughs> but, okay, that, did you get that security deposit back? That's a big negative. We had a we had a dartboard on the wall, electric dartboard, and we'd shoot it with the BB gun. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. And these little electric dartboard, because we broke all our darts, and we'd shoot the little electric BB gun. Well, it turns out every one of them went through. So when there was Colgate toothpaste trying to fill the holes in the wall. And... Toothpaste. No, we did, we did not get our deposit back. That's hilarious. Uh, Iowa Western is where I went to college. And it's a dry campus. Yep. But everybody in the, the they call them the, the apartments up on top of the hill. They uh, I think there were four-room suites or whatever. Everybody would hide their beer in the oven. Really? Because they're like, they can't look in your oven. They need a warrant to look in your oven. Everybody knows that. It's like the fucking college owns the oven. They can come <laughs> in and look at it anytime they want. Yep. And I was in the dorms once, and this guy was just started smoking weed after I got there. He's like, you blow it through the, you put dryer sheets in a toilet paper roll, and they can't smell it. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> and I so I left, and he got busted like 10 minutes later and kicked out of college. Smoking the reaper. Uh, I think uh, the talker had mentioned that, didn't he, in his drug escapades? I think so, yeah. 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 Is that Cope? Yeah. Yeah, he'd, been, he'd made a couple rounds on here. He was out Trying not to use customer. full names, Brian Sorry. Reed. <laughs> but so anyway so you had your running with the fuzz you're actually it sounds like brian was quite of a badass yeah, back in 94 i got yeah. in trouble I, well i actually graduated in 93 okay but yeah no we we had our had our run run-ins a few times yeah. with with the law and later on like in college you guys were talking about parties and stuff we had we had after hours and so like I went to Northwest, and if you Northwest ever, Missouri State, yeah. yeah okay. If you've ever if you've ever been down there, there used to be ASAP, and then it wound up being a well. Now it's like I don't even remember what the gas station's called now, but um, Casey's probably. Well, it's not Casey's. <laughs> it's actually wound up being the student body, so they sell like Northwest uh, gear, sports gear, and, and shirt sweatshirts and stuff now. But um, anyway, they used to have a building it would used to be a dentist shop and they actually made apartments out of it and so walker moved in there 
Oh, sorry, first name or last name. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so he's lived in there and with two other guys, and it was like the party house because it was right there beside the outback in the Palms. Oh. And so, like, bar would get out. You would walk half a block, and you're, you're where you're at. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and so we had after hours there tons of times. And uh, one, one of the nights we were in there partying pretty hard. We used to make – well, they called it screw juice, you know, because – couldn't just call it spoli or something like that. They, right. It was special concoction, you know, because that's what you were going for. Well, anyway, um, we're all pretty drunk, and the guy had a crocodile and all this. Like, So he's playing with the crocodile, and they're throwing fire. A real one? Yeah, a little baby crocodile. He's about, I don't know, 16 inches In long. Missouri? Yep. Name was, oh. name was Yoshi. Where the hell did he get that, that from? Fucking Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spring break, baby. <laughs> this would be great. Crocodile back. Throw so, him in the cooler. So, yeah. So we're... we're uh, of course, he, he, he was too cheap to go buy, like, minnows to feed him, so he'd go to the bait store to buy minnows, not like, you know, Earl May or whatever. Because yep. <laughs> it was substantially, I mean, it was way cheaper to go buy bait. Well, anyway, so he was feeding, he was feeding him that. Well, the one night, we got all lubed up, kind of like when we were playing, uh, oh, in here for Halloween, and we were taking shots of minnows. They yep. started doing that. Well, then, that wasn't good enough, so then they started chewing the minnows. And then, like, they were taking a shot of, we were using grain, Everclear. Ugh. So they'd take a shot, and then they were just chewing the minnows up. But Ugh. but uh, but anyway, I digress. We were talking about that same place, <clears throat> and we're, we, he's throwing fireworks out the door. Well, I'm still underage at that time. There was only one of the kids that was over, and <laughs> we're sitting there. About that time, Maryville City Police walks in. Opens opens the door and Brad Shane. Nope, sorry, can't say the name. You're fine. He's, he's like light, he's lighting a firecracker, <laughs> and he, he throws it out. It's cough right in the belly. <laughs> Goes off. Did he return fire? <laughs> no, he, he actually took it pretty good. He was he was actually laughing, and we we uh, got a disturbing the peace that night. <laughs> it, we, none of us got MIPs and stuff, so that was pretty good. But it, Is it legal to own a crocodile in fucking Missouri? Oh, yeah. You can, you can own it. Jesus. It's just a pet. <laughs> so we had the cops show up at our house, and it was actually late in the night, and we'd all passed out in the kitchen or the living room. We had three couches in there, and the cops show up banging on the door. Like, what the fuck is that? And it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Hey, we got a noise complaint. I'm like... Here? <laughs> We've been passed out for two hours. There's evidently a rager, you know, we quit at yeah. midnight. But, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, they come in there, barged in, didn't barge in, but banged on the door. I said, well, you can come in, but, yeah, we're all fucking sleeping in here. One of us was 21, we were all 19 and 18. But, uh, yeah, they, they showed up and took back off.